So we had paused briefly uh, for drinks as we heard a strange roaring bellow uh, come from the come from the woodlands. And all of you heard it, but the closest is actually show. Uh, who does what? I will yell out and say, uh, to arms, a threat is upon us again, and I'll start making my way out towards the bellow. Okay. You wheel uh, on your heel as you shout and, you know, go striding towards the bellow. From the trees, a huge creature, um, easily towering over a man, comes out into the moonlight. Um, it has a broad body with a long, elongated head that looks in the shadows and the, the light, the, this moonlight looks almost like a vulture's, uh, although its beak is longer and curved in a, almost a, like a raptor's hook. It opens its mouth and its head's on this long neck, which opens up and you hear that bellow again as its huge arms reach out and its arms are elongated. Uh, and you can see that as they reach out, they don't end in hands, but these long curved hooks. Um, the thing stares at you and with eyes filled with rage. <laughs> and it bellows again, its throat just rippling. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> not standing in front of whatever that is, um, Gohan and um, Machiko. Gohan, you're up by the um, storehouse. Uh, Machiko drops um, her tray, just drops it. Uh, hot water, the, the teapot crashes to the ground with or, um, the tea falls to the ground and the uh, leave, you know, the top of it pops open and just leaves his tea goes scattering across the ground. Gohan will sort of quickly hop out of the way try to sort of dance around the drops of scalding mm -hmm. water. Okay. And turn, run, run to the forest, turn around and run away. Oh, uh, no, yeah, whatever this creature <laughs> is, uh, mm -hmm. Gohan's heading towards it. Okay. So, Gohan, you turn and head in that direction. Uh, Yua and Yukimaru. Your mother looks up and gasps. Um, and she reaches up with her soot-covered hands and pulls her hair out of her face. And she looks up. And she says, Suchan? What's got you so upset? <laughs> I grab my Naganada because that seems like the thing to do. This is... What is this? Yukimaru is still seated, uh, kind of getting out his 
uh, she implements and hasn't even mm-hmm. really had a chance to uh, probably get a, a, a look at things, but uh, uh, just kind of uh, tilts his head a bit to the side. And uh, Suchan, is this a uh, uh, one of your uh, one of your pets, mother? She reaches out and swats your shoulder, just like she did when you were three. Don't talk about your father that way, young man. As Yua goes storming out to find out what on earth is going on. She's not storming out. She she grabs her naganata and she's like backing out. And she mm-hmm. says to Yukamaro as she goes, I'll check on it. Figure out what this is, please. And, of course. Uh, and then she'll head towards the noise. Okay. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the noise, as we sweep back, Kikita Show. Roll initiative. All right. We're going to stare this sucker down and see how this goes. All right. We'll take the natural 20 for a 24. Yeah, I was going to say, that that's probably a... <laughs> that's probably a good place to start. Um, it did not roll that well. Uh, it, it got an 18, uh, which ordinarily would be a pretty good number. But, uh, all right. Um, this is, although we, we have rolled for initiative, um, you are the first actor. What would you like to do? Uh, just curious, have we had a, uh, basically a, the equivalent of a short rest, um, since our last, uh, bout? Um, I will, I I was, yes, mechanically you have done so. Okay. Just, just to make things easier for all of us. (laughs) All right. With the, uh, start of initiative, I will go ahead and assume the stance of the heron. And as a free action, I will declare a challenge of steel. It accepts your challenge. Perfect. For going its saving throw. All right. So just to walk through the mechanics, uh, we will each select a number between one to six. Um, The character with the higher number takes the decisive posture. The character with the lower number takes the watchful posture. The character with the higher number is assigned danger dice equal to the number revealed by the character with the lower number. All right. So I have in my hand a dice. It chose a four. And I chose a one. All right. Um, so the character with the higher number takes the decisive posture. You take the watchful posture, which means that you will act at your initiative. The character now has one danger dice. So I now have one danger dice on the whatever this thing is. Since I'm in the decisive stance, I can act at the start of the round instead of at his normal initiative. With that, making a clicking sound in the back of its throat that echoes across, uh, across the you know, night, it lunges forward ripping at you with the great hooks in its hands. What is your armor class against a foe that you are fighting in a duel in the Heron stance? (laughs) 
Uh, normally it would be 17, uh, but uh-huh. it now increases up to 18 because of the Heron stance. Yeah. Okay. So I rolled a five, because I rolled a total of 11, uh, which should miss. And then I rolled, a ni- I rolled a 19. So it struck you. Okay. With the uh, right quick, with the first miss, yep. I will use the Heron stance reaction uh, to have it suffer the marked for death condition. Uh, which means the next successful melee attack I deal against it will deal an additional 1d8 force damage. And that'll last for a minute or until my next successful attack, whichever comes first. Okay. And I'm going to assume your next successful successful attack is going to happen real soon now. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> All right. And do you have any reactions you can use uh, to either being missed or to being hit? Uh, no, that's the only reaction I have is to take oh, on, on the reaction. One. You are yep. correct. All right. Um, let's see here. You are hit for 11 points of piercing damage. Ow. So, but a mere scratch. But a mere scratch. You, you, it swings, you duck and move. Unfortunately, as you moved, um, you kind of twisted your ankle just a little bit. Not enough to be bad, but enough that you're like, hmm. <laughs> More stance practice, perhaps. <laughs> All right. I'm not used to finding things larger than me. Larger than you in the dark. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do remember that silk armor has a bonus to, uh, I believe, uh, piercing damage. Let's see. Uh, I was not aware of that. Let me... Mm-hmm. I'm pulling up real quick here. Pause for equipment lookup. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, one of the things that they changed um, is they added a great deal of secondary effects. Yes, a silk armor reduces non-magical piercing damage they take by three. Mm-hmm. Is so this you... piercing and non-magical? It is both piercing and non-magical. Oh, well then, I will take less damage. Yeah, mm-hmm. take eight instead of 11, yeah. There we go. I had to do a little bit of math. For whatever reason, I was struggling on math on that one. <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah. All right. And it is your turn. Very well. I will then uh, uh, whip out the katana, wield it mm-hmm. in two hands, and then just do a, a, a solid strike. Not doing any sort of technique with it. Uh, just mm-hmm. a uh, basic attack action. Okay. Which means that I believe you get two attacks. When you make an attack action, you get two attacks. And if you, and as a duelist, when you are using a, as a, this here, you are a blade master in the mm-hmm. Heron stance. When you are wielding a weapon in two hands, you gain a bonus to damage rolls with that weapon equal to your wisdom modifier. If the weapon is versatile, you also inflict a critical hit on a roll of a 19 or a 20. Yep, so, that's what it was. You rolled a 19? I rolled a 19. So, so we'll, we'll just go ahead and crit. First, uh, it's a crit. On your second attack, you roll. This is where all my luck went. The, apparently. So, having rolled a 19 and a 20, um, a 26 and a 27 both will hit, in fact. On the first blow... So the first it, blow, I will be dealing... Uh, a total of uh, 1d8 plus 7 
because I am a duelist. Oh, right. Uh, 1d10. 1d10, because it is a versatile weapon, and I'm wielding right. it in two hands. Yeah, and then you will roll an additional d10 because you scored a critical hit. Yes, so and I will be dealing... And an additional d8 because he was marked for death. Correct. So 2d10 plus a d8 plus a 7. <laughs> so the first one will do 18 points of damage. Okay. Uh, the second roll does not have the d8 uh, on it because he's already been marked for death. We'll take the 26. <laughs> a 9 and a 10 plus 7. I mean, that's going to that's gonna work out. Okay. You did not spend any of the danger dice. Um, I did not spend any danger dice. You do, you do a total of 44 points of damage. As it comes crashing towards you, you spin away from it um, and strike quick and, quick and true, just like you were trained to. Your blade cuts through the thing, and uh, it strikes some kind of hard carapace across its back. Uh, but that fact does not stop you from scoring heavily against it. Um, the wounds you strike do not seem to bleed, um, except for some sort of blackish uh, shadow that trails off into the dark. Similar to the cat beasts we fought earlier this evening? Um, very similar, in fact. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, so, uh, as a quick note for uh, my Heron stance, uh, at the end of my turn, if I had dealt 10 or more damage to any one creature with a single attack, I would gain two additional focus points. If okay. I dealt 20 or more with a single weapon attack, I gain three additional focus points instead. Uh, I'll end this round with four focus points. Perfect. <laughs> um, well, so that all worked out for you. Um, actually, it's hard to imagine a better round. Um, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Gohan, um, you are closing in on this situation. Uh, you see the two of them locked in mortal combat. What do you choose to do? Every part of Gohan's being says that they are here to help and wants to intervene. But he's pretty sure that even if he helps and save his life, Sho would rather die than him do that. <laughs> so he's going to, like, in the same way that, like, holding a... a, a like you know that thing when you balance a treat on a dog's nose and they just like uh -huh. vibrate with intensity to <laughs> like that's him he's like oh i wanna but i'm not gonna mm -hmm. okay so, uh, i guess i will stand on the sidelines and give golf well, good vibes okay um is there well you might want you might ask uh <laughs> You you have the opportunity to take skill actions or do other things. Is there anything you would like to do? Um, can I try and recognize as fellow spirits? <laughs> can I try and recognize what this thing is? Uh, you can indeed. That would be a religion check. Um, there you might also have a spell or two that might be of use in this situation. Um, oh yeah. Um, God, would it be? obvious if i cast haste on show uh it would be um there 
haste is one uh commune with nature is a possibility uh, um locate creature perhaps if you had a creature or a person you wanted to find yeah commune with nature takes a little while takes a little time but uh well uh i think i'm going to spend this turn trying to figure out what this thing is and push myself more towards yang so okay um, six the dice are not with the players, except for, uh, except apparently for show. Um, <laughs> and only for attacks. Um, wow. Okay. Um, uh, you're, you're not certain, unfortunately. Um, but you push yourself towards Yang. Um, you up. You had also moved to engage. Uh, you see Gohan standing there. You see your cousin um, fighting with all of the grace and beauty of a Kakita duelist. Um, what do you do? Well, I don't want to interfere with the duel in progress because that's not cool. And I'm I'm assuming here that he's giving gestures that this is a this is a one-on-one -on -one kind of a <laughs> conflict going on right now um the, the the two of them are very focused on one another right um and while i would interfere with the duel in some circumstances he doesn't look like he's suffering too badly right now um however i am remembering what my mother said and so i uh -huh. I'm like trying to see if there's anything about this creature at all that makes that reminds me or ties it to my father. Just just like any part of its body or if it has a piece of clothing or just anything that could possibly link this creature to my father. Anything okay. Um you look at it with a daughter's eye. Mm. Um and you hear the clicking sound coming from its throat. And you can remember your father sitting out with you one day out in the forest and you can remember him making that sound as he skipped rocks and told you little silly stories not as loud but it's the same sound. Kind of a <laughs> click, kind of a clicking noise that he would make in his throat as he was thinking. Okay. I wasn't, uh, that's not really a skill check. It's like, no, <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's it. It's not much to go on though. Um, I am. So it, uh -huh. it, go ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, 
It, it's it's certainly the same sound. Okay. It's the sound you've heard your father make many a time. Okay. I am off to the side of this conflict that's going on. Like, I'm not directly facing the creature, mm -hmm. or I'm not mm -hmm. behind them. Um, yeah. I am going to shout his name and see if it catches the creature's attention at all. They're pretty focused, so it's not just like okay. he's going to randomly look my way because I shouted. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to shout his name and see if there's any change, and that will be my action. Give me an intimidation check. I'm not very intimidating. All right. Oh, I'm intimidated. <laughs> I have no bonuses in it, but that's okay. See? Dice are terrible. The, the, the dice are terrible this evening. However, you also had an inspiration. I would remind all of you that you, I gave true. you all an inspiration. Mm -hmm. So try again. Well, that could be used to gain advantage on any check? On any check. Given the way the dice are rolling tonight, I'm not sure that'll help. But um, A little more? Well, a 10. A 10. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, 10 is, 10 is enough. You actually see it glance your way just for a moment. Okay. An involuntary turn of its head away from its foe, which it will almost undoubtedly pay for horribly. Um, Yukimaru, you are with your... You're with your mother. And she is looking up fretfully. And he takes the hit and in, in stride. Oh, mother, it's all right. I can't uh, tease the old man after all this time. Um, Although the way uh, he's sounding, it's, uh, uh, do you think you didn't get enough to eat tonight? He, she looks at you. Look at you all grown up. Men have many hungers, not just for rice. And sometimes that leads them far away. Now, well, first, I'm too, I'm, I'm too young. Now I'm too old. Mother, come on, now make up your mind. She sort of sways there for a moment. And she starts crying. Um, uh, at that, I'll go ahead and set down uh, my tools and put them aside mm -hmm. for the moment. And I'm going to go over and uh, embrace my mother and uh, try to soothe her and hold her. Mm -hmm. And I'll just kind of ask, you know, uh, oh, what's what's been what's been going on in my absence? He clings to you. This is the last night. He's going to leave us now. And you're going to have to do it. I'm so sorry. Don't be. Tell me what you've seen. What have you witnessed in your garden? He's going to leave. And the trees are going to die. And you're going to be here. And you're going to have to solve it all. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I wanted a different for you. I hoped. I hoped it wouldn't be this way. Well, then let's stop the trees from dying. What can you do? Why do the trees die? What does Father do? He leads them all away. He leads them all away, all of them. And they never come back because he's ashamed and he should be. She pulls herself upright, still has, you know, 
tears on her face. He should be ashamed because you're a fine son and you as a fine daughter. And I came here for him. Now he's going to go. Let's see if we can't just uh, convince him to, to stick around a little longer. And he's going to uh, stand, uh, stand up from there and mm-hmm. adjust and uh, settle his hair and straighten out his kimono and uh, going to stride out to uh, go and uh, uh, join his uh, sister and cousin. Okay. Kiki the show. <laughs> Back to the dancing blade part of the confrontation. Time for a stare down. Time for a stare down. I have in my hand a number. I have my number. All right. Four. Two. Okay. Okay. So you shift. Well, you were already going to. <laughs> you, you already had beaten him in initiative, but you will now go first. You take two danger dice. It currently has one. Sounds good. All right. We're going to go ahead and go in and use a uh, Dawn's Grace Strike. All right. Uh, So this is one of my attacks. It's not Mm -hmm. my full attack action, so I'll get a second one after this. Yep. Um, And I'm currently sitting on uh, five focus points, four from last turn, and then the one generated at the start of this turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to spend two of those. Okay. And so... Uh, I'll just be doing a uh, normal attack, so mm-hmm. uh, nothing special in this one, but I'll get some extra damage if I hit. Excellent. I will also be choosing not to use any of the danger dice. Okay. So you will not use any of its any of the danger dice on this first roll? Correct. Well, a seven will miss. A seven will miss, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll just do a normal uh, slash afterward. Okay. That will be... I did not add my uh, bonus here. Uh, it should be plus seven, so that should be a 16. All right. Um, you're, you slash as it is moving towards you, as you two of you begin to clash again. Um, your second attack just in its chest area and forces it to flinch back enough to cause it some harm. Let's see how, how heavy a hit that was. Okay. But you did hit. All right. So that's another D10 plus 7. 13. 13. That is it. Your blade catches it across its chest as it is lashing out at you. And, you know, slices, leaving some, leaving kind of a shadowy cut. Um, will a 25 hit you? Oh. Oh, is it doing a reaction? No, no, it just moves oh, on to it's it's part so, of the end. So uh, just to kind of finish off uh, the rest of my turn, uh, I will. You have, I, 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 have, I apologize. Uh, yeah, I should not have a asked if you had bonus or reactions. I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to uh, do a quick like step back, just a uh, you know five uh-huh. feet back, and I will then sheathe my katana and just go into that that classic stance of uh, uh-huh. of ayajutsu. Okay. Uh, so because I dealt 10 or more damage, I will gain, uh, two additional focus points. Uh, so that will bring me up to five again. Okay. And, uh, when it comes to strike at me, I will lash out with my Ayajutsu cut. Okay. 
It will be the Aijutsu Cut Rising Blade, which is a reaction when they try to attack me. Excellent. Alrighty. So, uh, when it chooses me as a target, okay. uh, but before it rolls its attack dice, I can spin my reaction to draw my weapon and make a melee attack against the creature. Mm-hmm. And on a hit, it'll take damage. Uh, it'll take my weapon damage plus a d4 for every five feet it moved. I assume it's not really moving that far. Nope. But I will spend the uh, danger dice on this one. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and roll that attack. <laughs> hey, it's good to be you. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I'm sorry, everyone. I have taken all of your luck. Uh, so that's another nat 20. That is, in fact, a natural 20. All right. That will, in fact, hit. <laughs> we are using a dice rolling bot, so I can't. <laughs> I'm loving it. I need to look up the specific wording of something here. This is a good question. Are the I, I assume the danger dice are not doubled here. They are not, they are added to the damage roll, so they are not doubled. Okay. okay. Very good. Uh it it it's an oddity of the D20, the way that five fifth edition works. Only dice that are doubled are the actual damage roll dice. Right. And, and, and how it is worded actually becomes very important, which is a little weird, but there you go. Okay. Oh, and uh, these uh, danger dice are D6s, correct? Uh, these danger dice are, in fact, D6s. Okay. I don't have to re-roll that. Um, nope. So that will be 14, goes up to 21 damage. 21 damage. All right. Yep, that's that. Yeah, that's all the, the points. That cost me three of my focus points. Yep. Um, and because I'm using a slashing weapon, he must make his attack roll with disadvantage. Well, hold on. Um, oh. Because um, if the opponent's hit points would be reduced to zero by this attack, <laughs> the character can choose one of the following. Uh, so... Mechanically, what we've done is we've, you know, we've had a little bit of danger dice. We haven't had a whole lot of transfer back and forth, but you've been rolling really well for your damage. Yeah. Uh, so this would take it over its hit points. You may choose a fatal blow. You may choose a non-lethal strike. Uh, or you may choose a demonstration of superiority. <sighs> so everything in my mind is saying killing blow. Just finish it off right here. However, the family is now watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go for it. So, because the family is watching, uh, this is going to be a, uh, a a demonstration of superiority. I'm I'm being very arrogant, and uh, my hubris may be showing. That's fair too. <laughs> so, uh, basically, what it looks like as it just rushes in, uh, uh, show just unleashes the blade, brings it up, and it's, it's a rising cut. So normally it would trail from uh, belly belly to neck on a, a human. But here, I, I show has got a little bit more ability to reach a little higher. Uh, so it, mm-hmm. it definitely goes up and, and cuts through the shadowy mass, uh, but just clearly stops right at the neck. And then... Uh, pushes down the uh, the blade, like or like, uh, turns it aside, 
and uh, just holds a stance uh, that just, it looks really good reflecting in the moonlight. And it is, uh, it is specifically opposed to use at night. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, additionally, <laughs> um, because you have defeated a monstrosity, uh, and you had previously scored a critical hit in defense of your family. Um, you may gain one piece of information about your foe. Oh. Remember your blade, specifically your whetstone has awakened, but we haven't quite had the opportunity to explore True. that. I haven't really gotten a chance to talk about that. But, but the effect that it gave is the ability to gain information from a defeated foe. Ooh. Okay. Um... So the piece of information I'm going to get, it's going to sound really strange, but I'm, I'm going to go with it, is uh, how defeated does it feel? Like, is, uh, what I'm looking for is basically, is it still in a, a point of rebelliousness and a point of hostility where if, if I let it go, it's going to try to attack someone? Or is it cowed enough to, to back down? Um... <laughs> It is pleased beyond measure. That is not the answer I was expecting. Okay, that's weird. That there is a warrior capable of defending the family. Okay. Uh, at which point I will, just really confused, finish off with the rest of the, the, the kata, if you will, and mm-hmm. uh, go uh, do the, the chibari, wipe off whatever's left on the sword if there was nothing, mm-hmm. uh, and then do the sheath. And then turn to look at uh, the rest of the family and say, this is weird. <laughs> as, as he surrenders uh, in some fashion. I mean, I don't understand. I didn't hear that or anything like that. Yeah, well, the, the, the thing... Uh, yeah, the thing backs away, begins to back away. It's head down and its arms... It's long hooked arms outspread, uh, and the, the hooks, the points of the hooks turned still... away from you. So it's backing uh, away. It, it backs away. I'll turn to look at him, point at the ground, and say, Stay. So you uh, takes a step forward. Uh, well, mm-hmm. you know, before much of that happens, right at the very, very end of the duel, and says, Yeah. Father? I'll look over at it and say, Really? Asatsune, is that you? And Gohan. Mm-hmm. You're up. Um, since it appears to be trying to get away, uh, can I entangle it to prevent it from retreating and uh, avoiding our questions? Um, you can. Uh, uh, other options might include using the spell Locate Creature to locate Asatsune. Uh, but entangling it to keep it from backing away is certainly a, certainly an awesome option. Uh, you know what? Right now, let's do that. You you hit it with the entangle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, describe your effect. It is not resisting, so... Uh, saying sort of a, a brief prayer to... Um fellow spirits of the earth and ground he sort of Mm -hmm. summons their assistance as roots kind of come up around the thing and almost like a make a wicker cage around it okay uh 
Did anybody know Gohan could do that? <laughs> no. All right. Uh, you can no, hurt. but <laughs> priests around the area have been known to do weird things. So I'm not priests, apparently, so. <laughs> Present company included. Um. <laughs> Yukimaru, uh, you are arriving on scene. Walking up uh, to uh, uh, this creature, I'm going to look it over deeply into its eyes, trying to see if there's any semblance of uh, my father in this uh, in this creature, mm-hmm. and then provoking it to. Uh, to speak, or uh, so uh, yeah, coming up to it, and you just and what do you have to say for yourself? Give me an insight on this one. Twenty-three. Okay. Um, its head is bowed in shame, uh, so and it does not look up at your eyes, but looking at it, it does not look like your father. It looks like your dreams of your father being angry at you. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know that you know how people look twisted and angry in their night when you dream of them being, you know, filled with anger and hate and screaming. Uh, if you were to take that and turn it into a monster, it might not look too terribly different than this. Did that make sense as a description? It does, it does. Uh, Yukimaru, kind of uh, realizing that uh, and and kind of pulling together uh, some, some other thoughts and uh, things that have kind of been revealed to him tonight, uh, will uh, lean in closer to it and uh, be like, I am no longer a child. I do not... Uh, fear you. Do not fear this thing before me. Those are a um, those are the reactions of a of a child. I am a man now. I will not suffer this sin. Not for myself and not for my family. I will not suffer the same desires uh, that have afflicted my my father and those who came before me. And I will rule this family without any regrets. I cast out all of these sins before me. It bends its strange-shaped knees uh, and within its wicker prison uh, presses its beaked head to the ground. Uh, A shadow passes over the moon, perhaps a cloud. And as Lord Moon's gaze is turned away, the creature fades into the darkness from which it sprang. 